0: Good morning and welcome, to Patriot Radio News Hour. I'm Joe Jacquin, CEO of the Patriot Trading Group, and welcome to August. Yes, it's the first day of August. Our toll free number eight hundred nine five one zero five nine to the website at allamericangold.com and, and Jason I, I I'm going to change everything that we are going to talk about. Uh, It is now being reported. It it had been reported last week. We did not cover it that Nancy Pelosi uh, was threatening to go to Taiwan. Uh, And again, outraging and upsetting the Chinese. No reason to, right? Let's face it. Uh, Very similar to the whole Ukraine thing. Uh, It just looks like uh, we want to pick a fight, I guess. And and here's the funny thing, is it was reported I want to say yesterday that she wasn't going. Uh, that has now been changed. Apparently, and again, I, I, everything's fluid here. But CNBC and a host of others are saying that Nancy Pelosi plans to visit Taiwan on Tuesday, and actually meet uh, their their lawmaker body on Wednesday. Um, and of course, China is already, uh, up in arms about the whole thing. It's kind of changed, uh, the whole marketplace here, Jason, and, and more aggression. So just to give you an idea, it's not like lawmakers go to Taiwan. Matter of fact, the last time a lawmaker went, uh, China was, well, let me just say this. China wasn't the China that we know today. I want to say it was like, uh, mid, mid nineties i think was the last time uh... any elected official from the united states uh... has been in taiwan i mean let's face it we can meet the taiwanese officials here we can meet them anywhere uh... but just looks like uh... more provoked aggression on, on um... on part of the united states
1: yeah, yeah. it's interesting you, you hear what uh, china has to say about taiwan and, and then you hear about what the united states government says about taiwan you never really hear about what Taiwan thinks about the situation. How can we don't see that story, Joe? Well, you know what's so funny?
0: Taiwan has no comment.
1: Isn't that interesting? Maybe they like China. Maybe, no they comment. Maybe, that's like... maybe they want to be a part of China. Maybe we're not hearing that story. That's, that's what I always wonder. I always wonder the, the, the part of the story they never talk about.
0: <laughs> I don't know about that. That's interesting. I, you know what? I never thought of it that way. Uh, but 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 again, no matter what you think, good or bad, and I know a lot of people love us being uh, aggressive, uh, and and think that oh it's fine you know what if we want to go to Taiwan we can go to Taiwan. The world really doesn't work that way, uh, and especially right now uh, the escalating tensions. I, I don't see uh, what the what what the gain is here, uh, and I know that uh, let, let's face it. Uh, it's been part of china it's always been part of china you know this is where uh... i guess the communist Revo- revolution uh... when they won, the, the, they fled to taiwan and, and have been able to kind of hold on there uh... and again i just don't understand why this needs to happen uh... when they could meet anywhere anytime any place uh... but I, apparently she's gonna show up so that should be uh... cause Some interesting things I know already, right, we're moving aircraft carriers, we're moving battle, you know, our our battleships, and China's doing the same, and and hopefully it's just a bunch of smoke and mirrors, but uh, you know what, all this stuff costs money, I, I, I just don't get it.
1: That's, I guess, the, the heart of it. Everything costs money, right, Joe? Everybody has have resources that have to be accounted for. So that's that's really what it's all about, isn't it? It's all about who gets the cheese, right? Uh, who's going to get their piece the pie? So uh, you got you got to follow the money, Joe. That's where it all always ends up. Where where's the money going? Yeah, and then and Nancy Pelosi. Uh, anyway, Nancy Pelosi. It, it, <laughs> right? She you really know, I, I, I just ask, she really ask her go? husband. Right. Yeah, I I just don't think maybe, maybe ever she's go gonna
0: give the Taiwanese some stock tips.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Maybe she'll uh, give them pictures of San Francisco and see how that place was run. You know. Yeah, yeah.
0: She's done a wonderful job. <laughs> just, just uh, <laughs> man. Wow. Uh, so that that is definitely uh, disrupted. Uh, the, the marketplace this morning. Uh, we'll see how it goes. Uh, th- this is gonna be a big week. Uh, gold, gold's up right now. It's off the highs as, uh, the Chinese renminbi uh, has kind of fallen off here. Uh, apparently this is a dollar strengthening. I don't know how this all works, but, uh, neither here nor there. Uh, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, it's jobs week, so we'll get, uh, uh, the private sector jobs number on Wednesday. Now that number's been bad, uh, for the last couple of months. We'll get jobless claims on Thursday and then that government jobs number on Friday. And, uh, the, the more weakness in those numbers,
1: the higher gold goes, Jason. Yeah, you're I think you're right. It's uh we'll be looking for it, right? And then, and that's what you do when you hike the rates. It's uh that's that's the goal, right? Joe, they want things to uh come back a little bit. Slow it out. Yeah, get that in, out. get that inflation down so uh, that is their number one uh their number one concern if the Fed can somehow claim some sort of victory over uh, inflation at some point, then you're right at some point you've been talking about lowering the rates and printing the money again. I I just don't see it happening very soon. I think all of their attempts to control inflation may be failing at all, at all ends. I I saw a video over the weekend, Joe. It really I mean, it's very it's very likely inflation may be getting out of their control and they're going to have to actually get very aggressive. We'll, we'll have to see. All right. Now, the Wall
0: Street Journal is now reporting that Nancy Pelosi is definitely coming and they cited an unnamed of course, all unnamed source in the uh uh in taiwan so uh she's definitely coming the person said the only variable is whether or not she spends the night so uh there you have it that, let's just keep poking the bear what what i mean what bad could happen let's keep poking it it's a radio news hour we'll be back after the break 800 951 Uh, like a month ago, we had reported that John Deere was moving uh, cab production from a plant in Waterloo, Iowa, to a plant in Mexico over the weekend. And I I was lucky enough to see it, uh, because they like to hide these things now, U.S. farm equipment maker Deere and Company will be moving production of mower conditioners, which are tractor attachments with rolling discs to cut and crush hay uh, from a factory in Atumwa, Iowa, to an existing plant in Mexico. Uh, the company uh, told Reuters over the weekend that the number of employees impacted from the move will depend on several factors. Of course, it always does. But uh, looks like about 100 people are going to be shown the door. The Prant uh, in Monterey uh, already makes hay and forage attachments, according to John Deere. The move was motivated by a desire to make all of the equipment in that court category in the same place. See, that's all. It wasn't motivated by the fact that it was going to be cheaper. Uh, It wasn't motivated by the fact that it was going to allow them uh, to make more money. No, it's just they just wanted to make all this in the same in the same place, Jason.
1: You know, Mexico's gotten suddenly very important recently. You know, uh, with with uh, all all that's going on, you know, why ship stuff from China when you can just make it in Mexico? And it's just and and let's face it, China's just going to get more expensive. They got to find their own. uh, so-called Africa or somebody where they could start uh, producing their own items for cheaper, and so Mexico could become uh, very important. I mean, uh, half a million people estimated have moved down to Mexico in the last couple of years since 2020, Joe, since coronavirus. A lot of people moved down. And you to- know
0: what? You know what's funny about that too, Jason. They have they have not condemned Russia. Nope. They haven't condemned that that invasion of Ukraine. Matter of fact, just the opposite. They've been very vocal uh in, in that that they think that we were the aggressor
1: yeah one of the things about living in mexico and some of those communities they uh just they want to make sure that you have forty thousand dollars in your account when you're down there and then you can just stay <laughs> so i think in mexico is just putting out one simple See, they do the opposite right here we're <laughs> like hey you come you can have
0: negative forty thousand dollars in here. don't worry uh and everybody that knows it don't think about uh, already i want to say that we're somewhere we're closing in on two million people cr- illegally crossing the border this year. This year, two million people. Right. Matter of fact, we're gonna we're gonna far exceed that number, uh, and the vast majority of them come up They don't have any money, but don't they already know? Oh, it'll be fine. I'm gonna get food stamps. I'm gonna get rental assistance. i You know, you want to know why rents are so expensive? These people got to live somewhere.
1: That's right, Joe. I mean, let's let's face it. I, I told you I had a friend of mine who's working at a food warehouse, and all he has to do is pull out the holy or moldy looking bread out of the fresh bread. That's all he does. You know, you, you talked about bread shipments, but what this guy does, he physically just picks out the bad bread. He gets eighteen fifty an hour. So yeah, I would cross the border too. And you know, you get the good, higher paying jobs, and you send the money back. And now you got people just moving, companies moving, people moving to Mexico because it's so much cheaper. From what I can tell, the healthcare might even be. Cheaper and higher, higher quality. So it's, uh well, you
0: know, I, I yeah, you know, the funny part though, for in Mexico, hey, you want to stay here? Hey, show us you got money.
1: Put forty thousand right? in the oh, bank, yeah. and you can yeah. say, see. See Mexico? Money? yeah, you know, is being go. very specific, Joe. It. They're Come saying it. they're saying bring your money here. That's why they don't condemn Russia. They don't want everyone to bring their money there you know, Mexico's not uh, <laughs> they're not uh, choosing words they're just saying actions bring your money here and and we'll, we'll figure it out once you get the money here that's it's, it's a smart way to go that's, and it's not just a very businesslike right
0: yeah and pe- I don't think people understand uh, the economics of all of this as the these people come across uh, the amount of money the wages that they're earning here uh, which let's face it legally or otherwise. Uh, the, the amount of money they send out, uh, we're one of the, I think the the money from the United States going into Mexico is a big part of their GDP calculations. Uh, it, and all of Central and South America, everywhere. Uh, and again, that's just money that doesn't get spent here. Uh, it, and it, it, it really is. It has a, a pronounced effect. Uh, we talk about. The fact that ever since the Fed took us off the gold standard in 1971, I think 1970, it was either 72 or 73, was the last time we ever ran a trade surplus, right? Think about that. We haven't had a a trade surplus really almost as long. Same thing with uh, a, a budget surplus. You know, I know we had a couple fake ones during the Clinton years. I won't get into that. But the, the, the real realities are, since we've gone off of the gold standard completely, Richard Nixon saying that foreign governments could no longer... Take, redeem their treasuries and get gold. And we've told the story a thousand times. You know, we had over 20,000 metric tons. When Nixon closed the gold window, we had about 8,000 tons. And the way, the pace that it was going, we would have been out of gold by about 1973 or 1974. So they, they, they cut it off. But that was the last time, really, when you think about when did the decline start happening? I think you can really chase, uh, trace it back, Jason, to that time frame. We, we've never run a, a, a trade surplus. You know, of course, now we talk, no one even talks about surplus. I mean, we run trade deficits like it's like a trillion dollar trade deficit. And then you get, you know, John Deere. You know, little by little, these companies continue to send jobs elsewhere.
1: I can't remember the Fed ever using the word. Surplus, <laughs> as far as I can remember, Joe. I don't think that word exists in their in their dictionary. And uh, yeah, I, I I think all that gold that was being repatriated in the 1960s, Joe. That was the uh, that was showing the entire world what, what was getting ready to happen, and uh, it happened. It happened. I mean, they, uh, they they the silver started coming out of the money in, in the 60s here in America. And what did Nixon also do around the time he uh, closed the gold window? He also took all those gold uh, those uh, silver Morgan dollars out of the out of the uh, federal banks and just got rid of them says oh no we can't have John F Kennedy monetizing uh, treasury money we got we have a Fed that's what they're here for right Joe so uh, yeah it was the, the 60s and the 70s really uh, exposed uh, how bad things were going to get and I can't believe they've strung it along as long as they have uh, to this point today
0: well I mean let's face it I mean 30 trillion dollars and really got to count the Fed forty trillion dollars right? $40 yeah. trillion dollars goes a long way. You know, think about, uh, uh, you know, really, we're talking about 50 years. Uh, we're almost at a trillion dollars a year. I think in the next two or three years, we'll get to that number uh, of living beyond our means. And you can only do that for so long. And, and now, uh, if, if this is right, if we're right, the slowdown appears to be here uh, and, and usually what happens when we do that, these, these deficit numbers blow up, right? And, and, and we get really, really big numbers. And now we got more war, uh, war drums beating, uh, Nancy Pelosi's little wow. stunt here, uh, in Taiwan. Why do I have the feeling, Jason, somehow in the next 90 days, Uh, We're going to get even more defense spending, right? Some way for them uh, to spend a bunch of money. Uh, And it's not just, you know, we always say that the Republicans and the the Democrats really are the same. Usually it's the Republicans that like to beat the war drum. But don't be fooled. The Democrats like it just as much.
1: Absolutely, Joe. I mean, the real real trick of it was is how did the Fed uh, uh, convince the world that uh, their World Reserve currency, the Federal Reserve note, how do they convince the world that it's okay to get to $30 trillion in debt, right? How do they convince the world to be okay with that? That's that's really the magic trick that they pulled off. You know, everybody else, these other countries, they should be looking at it, but I guess over the last 30, 40 years, Joe, there's a lot of countries that are uh, suddenly central banked, and uh, these central banks work with each other, and they tell their governments, oh, no, this is the way it's supposed to be. Yet this this cartel that convinces all of the leaders of these countries, this is how we do better, this is how it's going to work out for us in the end. And Nancy Pelosi, Joe, I mean – you know, it's, it's like a, it's like, it's like a, a bad uh, reality TV show for the world to watch, right? Isn't that how it feels? Yeah, it feels like she's been there the whole time, doesn't it? <laughs> it feels, right? It feels like we should. I be, mean, was
0: she there in '71? I don't know. It's got to be <laughs> close.
1: <laughs> it feels like we should have like half-hour episodes of of Nancy and Taiwan. You know, <laughs> we should. Right? <laughs> there should be a TV show for us to watch because that's what it's, the news is going to be like, right? <laughs> Nancy and Taiwan. Uh, man. So
0: <laughs> last week. We had earnings numbers out of Amazon. And and they yep. were they weren't bad. I mean, now granted they got lowered than all this, but we won't go what it wasn't bad. It wasn't great, but it wasn't bad. Good enough. But you know what? It took a while to go through uh, Amazon's filings and according to Zerohead. Amazon obviously one of the largest companies uh, in the world not only did they reveal that they're hiring at the slowest pace since coronavirus they actually uh, aren't hiring at all according to Amazon's filings Amazon cut over 100 thousand employees globally in the June quarter. So that was the the quarter that they were reporting earnings on uh, due to the dramatic slowdown since 2001. So in other words, the dramatic slowdown uh, here in 2022. It is the largest workforce cut in a single quarter in the history of the company. Uh, the layoffs are part of an increasing trend of protecting the bottom line. Well, listen, this is what happens. It's not a trend, right? Here is the bottom line. Hey, we're we're starting to bleed money. Well, what do you do? Well, you got to cut cost. Well, where 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 do you cut cost? Well, you cut it in a few places, right? If, uh, we got too many warehouses. Uh, we we reported on that. Amazon's been trying to unload. Over 10, ten million square feet of warehouse space. Where, where else do you cut? You lay people off, Jason.
1: And they had a lot of robots. They've been filling those positions with, so they have plenty of robots to fill. You know, it's all bought. Yeah, and, paid and I for. wonder.
0: That's a great question. I would love to have seen how many of those. Obviously, did, did they replace all one hundred thousand workers with robots? Probably no, not.
1: No, but not yet.
0: I, I I bet you it's a healthy number.
1: Joe, why do I feel like it has a lot little to do with how well the company's doing, and more about just transferring the company over to robots? Do you know, once again, they, they tell you one story, but is that truth? I, I rarely believe any of the stories that come out. There's always something else behind it. I'm thinking of robots. So the
0: cuts played a large role in Amazon's recent revenue beat. And again, I, I don't. Does cutting workers increase their revenue? I, I, I don't. Well, maybe their bottom line revenue. So I guess yes. And the rosy profit projections for the third quarter, though it still had a loss of two billion dollars in the second quarter, it just tells you the size and scope of uh, of Amazon. And apparently, when you lose two billion dollars, uh, Wall Street likes it.
1: <laughs> that's, I guess, that's modern. The modern market, Joe, that, that doesn't really make sense because there's more. More behind the scenes. There's always something going on that you find out, like with a uh, a FOIA request with the Fed 10 years later. Then you say, oh, that's how that worked. You know, it's always later we figure yeah. it out, right? Yep. Yeah.
0: And, and remember, this is a global workforce number uh, doesn't break it out, doesn't tell me, uh, you know, what was in the United States, where these, all these jobs cuts were. Uh, but, but again, it's just another sign. We're looking for signs. We're trying to, to say, hey, what, uh, what is going to happen here in the, in the last, uh, five months uh, of 2022? How, you know, obviously, is it slow, slower? Yes, that's a given. We know that. But how bad is it going to get? That's really what we're debating here. Uh, over the weekend, food pantries and food banks, an indicator in tra- uh, tracking poverty, they were out with a, well, a request. They're saying record demand, and they need help. We'll talk about that next. 800 uh, 951 Gold is up again today. Uh, Seventeen seventy here, uh, up about five. Uh, Silver's up as well. Uh, Twenty thirty. Uh, the Dow, it's it's up a little bit. Up about sixty points right now. Uh, food banks across the country saying that they have been be- being hit with record high demand, and they have record low supplies. Uh, food banks from new york wisconsin ohio missouri florida arkansas california and beyond i mean it's coast to coast here uh saying that they are running out of food and saying that uh you know the summertime is when they have the biggest need so if you've got uh, some extra food there uh maybe a good idea to head down to your local food bank make a donation jason
1: yeah, that's that's something if you've got extra to, to do it. I mean, there's a lot of people that don't have extra, Joe, or there's some people that are trying to increase their stores for uh, the times coming ahead. But, uh, yeah, there's, there's lots of ways that people can help out. So,
0: Well, uh, you know one of the things, and, and again, uh, Wednesday, we don't talk about it enough. Your credit card debt. The minimum payments just jumped again, and yeah. and, and a lot of these uh, a lot of people forget about these little things. Yeah, right. Listen, if you don't have a mortgage, then the interest rate doesn't affect you, right? If you're not buying a house, uh, it doesn't affect you. If you don't have an adjustable rate mortgage, right? It didn't affect your mortgage. Uh, an auto loan, well, it, it it only affects you when you got to get a a new. Auto loan, Uh, but the one thing that it always affects is those credit card balances. We're we're talking about minimum payments, uh, Jason. On average, that have gone up two and three hundred dollars a month, and that's just making minimum payments. I'm not talking about paying anything off. That's just hey, just to keep you from uh, being recorded uh, reported to the credit card agencies.
1: That's right Joe that's right Th- there is one other area that if you uh, if, if if a few of those uh, adjustable rate mortgages are floating around Joe which I have a feeling there are some that it'll affect you there too <laughs> the, the rates are going up there uh, up goes your mortgage payment but no Joe you're exactly right you know, if you uh, this is not a good time to be in debt I, I can't tell you how many times we've said but also everywhere if you even even the the, the Some of the mass media news are telling you that being in debt in times that are happening right now and in the future is not a good idea. Not a good idea to be in debt. So be very careful when it comes to those credit cards. You don't want to be paying for a taco 20 years from now.
0: Yeah, that's it. And, again, I think that's one of the things that the food banks are saying is, man, we're in this situation where a lot more people are showing up because – Hey, you know what? That used to be a hundred or two hundred extra dollars I spent on food that that we can't spend. Another thing they're saying is, and this tends to be true. I think a lot of people uh, that live close to the the poverty line, uh, people that have needed maybe to use food banks in the past, they tend to be very generous. Uh, granted they may not have a lot of money but they 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 tend to you know will make a donation here and there and the food bank is saying hey those are stopped those aren't happening anymore
1: yeah joe i've seen the the uh the stories about the food banks are beginning uh i mean this goes back to even 2021 the food bank slowly emptying out not having enough for the the people coming in to get it And, and by the way the lines are getting longer as the food is getting shorter, and so it's uh, it, it's, it's a tough situation, man. I'm, we've How many times have we talked about it, Joe? Standard of living is getting ready to drop. I mean, I I like what we covered in the last segment a little bit about Amazon and, and how they're trying to figure out how to liquidate workers for profit. But isn't it interesting if, if the robots are part of this, Joe, they, uh, in an inflative cycle? You have inflation. Amazon puts robots in because that lowers wage uh cost right lowers cost but the local business can't do it talk about an inflative you know this is why i think the whole thing is rigged i'm I'm thinking this inflation is here on purpose this is what they wanted to happen because we're going to be having a lot of huge mega corporations running a lot more of the uh, the market and these small businesses joe they've i'm telling you right i'm looking around as i'm just driving to work every day the small business stuff is they're just they're just getting hammered hard right now joe
0: yeah, and this has been something. We, we've talked about this for, for a while. Listen, all of these things uh, continue to squeeze uh, small businesses. And, in, in, in again, their access to money. Uh, you know, we talked about J.P. Morgan's balance sheet and the fact that they're uh, saying, hey, guess what, We're we're – uh, we're not ready to loan money out anymore, right? All the, and all these banks, that's kind of the, the new pattern here, uh, with the banks. So think about it, the banks. Hey, they get to make extra money because all the interest rates on the credit cards and all that stuff. And, and, oh, by the way, uh, we're going to tighten lending standards, uh, people's access, uh, to money becomes less and less. And, and all of a sudden, Jason, uh, any little thing any little uh expense that comes up and all of a sudden a lot of these small businesses uh they were like hey i was just getting by i was just getting by i was just getting by they stopped just getting by
1: that's right joe i've uh i've seen lots of small businesses since 2020 just shut their doors completely and it seems like there's going to be an apocalypse of that joe so i, I I see a lot of small businesses probably shuttering their doors. i, I you' know, hear at the radio station we, how many times have I said i, I just I, you can see it and I can hear it from the small businesses business is just not doing well. everybody's trying to hold on for dear life and try to get through whatever this is Joe and I just keep getting this feeling that this is not going to be one big market crash with some sort of uh, reset that f- kind of fixes whoever survives on the other end. Why do I get the feeling this is going to drag on for many, many years, Joe? I, why do I feel like this is going to go till through the most of this decade, and uh, see who see the see who really is the survival of the fittest, which will mostly be these big corporations, Joe?
0: Yeah, and then uh, you know I don't know if you saw uh, last week uh, the Democrats were uh, spending or uh, trying to pass a, a bill which had already been approved by the way, uh, a bill uh, to fund veterans. I don't know if you saw it. John Stewart had come out, was, was blasting all the Republicans uh, for stalling this bill. Uh, and, and, of course, uh, I knew it, but I want everybody else out there to know it. So this bill, which already had been approved, it, it already had passed. And, and sometimes what happens is the House passes a bill, it goes to the Senate. The Senate makes a change, and usually, most times, they're they're pretty insignificant. But a small little tweak here, a small little tweak there, that it's got to go back to the House, and the House usually says, yep, okay, good to go, let's pass it. What happened this time around, though, is that when it got back to the House, Nancy Pelosi and all of her little friends, they tried to tack on an extra four hundred billion dollars of spending and why do i feel like her now going to taiwan one way or another they're gonna get the 400 billion patreon radio news hour we'll be back after the break Eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. like i said uh, gold is up again today uh right now at 1770 a little bit of good news uh, we did see prices increase. Uh, the good news is uh, maybe not as much as I, as as we were expecting. Uh, right now, twenty dollar gold is uh, is at twenty one ninety five. So uh, Friday we're twenty one seventy five. We're now twenty one ninety five. Uh, that we did see uh some prices especially in the like the AU categories uh the graded categories Jason uh moving up very very uh strongly as well uh we do have some ten dollar Indians uh we don't run Indians very often because they're hard to get we do have about 50 10 ten dollar indians you can save twenty bucks today uh at twelve hundred and fifty dollars on ten dollar Indians, obviously the twenty dollar gold pieces twenty one ninety five at eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. The supply of silver once again, Jason remains incredibly tight.
1: Right, Joe. Right. Anytime we have a special on silver, and, and you're a, you know you're in the market to buy some, I suggest buying you know regularly as we come on the air. And really, Joe, that's really the best way to do it, is to is to put yourself on a budget, kind of like our uh, our metals program, and uh, buy a little bit at a time. You know, if you're a monthly guy, buy it every month. And every time Joe comes on, say, hey, we got some silver eels, grab it. You know, if you got some silver half dollars or some other utility silver up for sale, grab a little bit up every time it comes on because it doesn't come very often, Joe. And it's it's just <laughs> the silver market makes no sense obviously and the premiums have been high for a couple of years yeah and then you know we're this rate hike
0: cycle we talked about credit cards that's that's a big factor for a lot of consumers but one of the things that we haven't talked about this is a big factor for a lot of companies that are struggling to, to, to continue on and as these rates go up their ability to borrow money because well we still are loaded with zombie companies uh, who really only get by by borrowing more kind of like the federal government right well we just keep we just keep borrowing more right you know that's 30 trillion 31 trillion 32 trillion 35 trillion right keeps going up uh, their ability Larry uh, Larry McDonalds uh, he, he was out over the week, and actually this was on Friday, uh, was saying that the Fed is going to be forced into another pivot. So this is this is a little different here, right? We already know they're raising rates into a slowdown. Uh, Jay Powell, Powell finally admitted the slowdown thing uh, on the last rate hike, which got gold moving, right? Now, okay, the Fed... They're not going to keep raising, because they all know, right? They, the Fed should be raising rates and raising rates aggressively every meeting between now and probably well into next year. Uh, but but he's saying for a different reason, not because uh, jobless claims are going up, not because maybe uh, the jobs numbers, uh, jobs created comes way down, uh, but he's saying that underneath the stress underneath the markets, and, and Jason and I, we've documented this for really all, decades now about how the Fed has all these little secretive money programs uh, that keeps a lot of what I'll call the the dark underbelly uh, running. He's saying that a another Lehman type event. And he's saying that he's talking about indicators globally are at, at the highest since the last time. So go back to the financial crisis. He says these metrics are approaching those levels. Uh, and, and this was a guy, just to give you an idea, he was a senior trader at Lehman. So, Jason, he's got a pretty good uh, handle on the inside workings, and especially where the risk were at Lehman before it happened.
1: Right, Joe. The big problem is, is when uh, one of these monolithic banks uh, or corporations take a big fall, it takes so many others down with them. That's 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 what Lehman Brothers was so bad. Is like everyone's. You remember? It's, it seems hard to remember back there. But uh, how many banks were going to fail? You know, when. Uh, Bear Stearns and Lehman's were failing. You know, it felt like uh, the whole world was getting ready to collapse with them. Who was the next one? And it didn't really materialize. Why do I get the feeling, Joe, that uh, they'll try to hide it as much as they can? Why do I feel like some of the you know the really big ones, if they fail, there's nothing you can do. I mean, it's not like uh, if something large scale is going to fail, that another large guy could just buy it up. It's just, it's not quite that easy. But these medium and small ones, Joe, they've been they've been failing for a long time. They just get swallowed well, up by the other fish.
0: Yeah, you know what? And, and when, think about maybe a little more importance. You know, we talked about when Credit Suisse re, uh, gave their earnings. And a lot of people started speculating, hey, somebody may need to buy out Credit Suisse. Yep. Yep, or or somebody, or hey, guys, these guys got to raise money. Or, or, or get bought out. Uh, and, and they're too big. Right, and, and and I think this is kind of what we're seeing here, and he and and it takes some guys, you know, you need to hear these things. Hey, I was on the inside at Lehman. I saw what the risks were, and and, and he's saying, hey, these risks are as high now as they were then, and and of course the difference is, you know, when we had that financial crisis, the the Fed was cutting rates into that crisis. Uh, this time, uh, do we got another crisis brewing? But the Fed's got to be raising rates. Yeah, that doesn't sound like a good recipe. Final segment coming up. 800 9510592. Final segment here, Joe and Jason, Patriot Radio News Hour. Uh, we got uh, $10 Indians. This is the female Lady Liberty. Uh, with the Indian headdress on uh, Jason no doubt would not probably be able to be produced today right that would be racist uh, but uh, just a, a great design uh, I think Augusta St. Gaudens designed that one as well and then I think Bella Pratt did the the five dollar and the and the two and a half dollar Indian uh, we've got them on sale today for 1250 dollars. Uh, twenty dollar gold pieces. Uh, I really, I thought we'd be twenty two fifteen to twenty two twenty five today. So we got a little reprieve. We'll see how long it lasts. Uh, right now at twenty one ninety five. Uh, right now, obviously, we don't know Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. Anything could happen. Uh, but mo- the most likely outcome right now is looks like more job softness. Uh, which means higher gold prices because they feel like the Fed uh, is going to be less likely to be aggressive with rate hikes uh, because of the fact that uh, the jobs market may start showing some weakness. But why do I believe that's just all covered, Jason? Uh, maybe the real reason is because, hey, guess what? We've got several banks that are way too big that have problems, and another Lehman event may be right around the corner.
1: I think so, Joe. I think uh, the things that we're moving towards uh, in the next months and years is going to be severe. So I, it, you know, it, I've got to find the report this uh, that I had watched uh, recently. I'm going to have to dig into my files. But in in one way or another, Joe, it's almost like it doesn't matter in some ways because all of these corporations seem to own each other. It almost feels like, it's all been bought and paid for already and they just kind of hide it under different company names you know you know anytime one of these companies gets a bad name they just change their name like uh, let's just say Facebook is now meta that's that's how they do it they just change the name and then you always forget about well that old corporation was horrible they were terrible or they were gonna fail uh, you know you got Blackrock you got Vanguard you got uh, State Street you got these mega corporations they have their hands in everything Joe so you better believe there's going to be failure, whether it's uh, fake or real. They're, they're going you know, to collapse a few things, cause a lot of stress, fear in the markets, and people will just give it all up, Joe. And This is why you got to keep your, as much as you can outside that system, Joe.
0: Yeah, that's and we've been telling you that for, for a while now. Uh, it, it's not really a matter of if. It, it's just a matter of when. There's too much debt uh, out there, uh, and, and it was just a matter of time uh when the when they finally turn the spigot off and think about how long the spigot's been on uh it's really been uh because of coronavirus unprecedented uh how long the spigot has been left on and, and now that that it's been turned off and and uh, well it's not turned turned off but let's just sort of say the supply of money uh decreasing in the system and and, and it just makes sense it's going to cause uh, some of these companies a lot more pain than others, and and uh, some of these banks. And I, you know, I, I look at these
1: European banks, I look at the
0: Japanese banks. These are the ones that
1: I think are the most vulnerable. The ones with the most debt, I guess, Joe. Right? That's how you control these these anybody. It's is with debt. So if you're if you're loaded down heavy with debt, Joe, I'm guessing you're not your time is your days are numbered if you can't handle it.